Radio Fire 1262. Network, network, network. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. The Fire Nation newsletter is where I share all the tips, tools, and tactics that make EO Fire a seven-figure business. Text EO Fire to 33444 and ignite. Entrepreneurs, near and far. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Daniel Lemon. Daniel, are you prepared to ignite? I am prepared. Yes! Daniel is the author of Manipulated, a business owner's guide to the complex world of online ratings and reviews. He's also a strategist with Jay Bear's Convince and Convert consulting team and was an early member of the Google marketing team. Daniel, Take a minute, fill in some gaps in that intro and give us a little glimpse in your personal life. Glimpse in the personal life. Well, you know, I've been around the marketing circles for about 15 years. Uh, and I, we'll talk a bit more, I think, about some of the, uh, I think, really awesome and exciting stuff I've done in the last year, particularly. Uh, but, you know, 15 years in marketing, I, I have brought tons of products to market on others' behalf, right? It's what we do in marketing. And I sort of had the opportunity in the last year to, to do my own, which was was just awesome. Uh, I happen to live in Los Angeles where we are enjoying a ridiculous heat wave right now. It's like 85 degrees in the middle of February and – well, not middle, beginning of <laughs> February. It is awesome weather and super grateful for it. Uh, and uh, so that's a little bit about me on the on the personal side, also a very avid dog owner so uh, often seen out and about in Los Angeles with my dog. I just signed up for dog vacay because I want to start renting some dogs, basically. So uh, I'm an avid dog lover. Uh, I just don't have one right now. So hopefully I'll be able to enjoy the comforts of dogs sooner than later. So if anybody out there is in San Diego, I will sit your dog for an entire weekend. I thought about doing that myself. I could, <laughs> I could do with another couple dogs around the house every once in a while. Oh, I love dogs. <laughs> Yeah. So Daniel, we're going to talk, you're right, about what you've been into the last year, but even more so than that, we talk about part of your journey as an entrepreneur, some worst moments, some aha moments, but talk to me about today, here in 2016. What are the ways that you are currently generating revenue? A couple of things going. Uh, I am a consultant. I do marketing consulting, so that's a pretty standard sort of revenue path. I work with a lot of uh, ad agencies, PR agencies to help them with their digital marketing efforts for clients, have some clients of my own. Uh, and I work with Jay Bear, of course. So uh, that's a that's a main path for me. Uh, so that consulting revenue is pretty stable and pretty consistent. Uh, I also just launched in December a brand new book. And that has an entirely different trajectory attached to it. There's uh, all kinds of cool stuff I'm learning about uh, Books, of course, are a big part of that, book sales, but also speaking gigs, workshops. I'm looking at online courses, uh, so I'm not quite there yet on the revenue side on that piece, but I'm definitely moving in that direction. I think there's a lot of really exciting stuff uh, modeling on your success and so many others. Well, thank you, Daniel. And I will say that, you know, gone are the days 
of when authors just release books and then sit back and just like expect the money to pour in. And actually the reality is, you know, spoiler alert, those days actually never really existed. Um, Authors just released books and, and connected, you know, pennies on the dollar and wondered why they could never make a living. Now there's this whole world. And I mean, Jay Bear is a great example. And then Daniel, I'm sure you're learning from the best. So you're going to be another great example of ways that you launch a book, you write a book, you publish a book, and you just have a business around it in, in a value-add way. And that's so huge and so exciting in so many areas. But before we dive into some more of the current things you have going on, Daniel, I love starting EO Fire off with a bang, or some might say with a fizzle, because this is your worst entrepreneurial moment story. So Daniel, Take us to that moment in time that you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date and tell us that story. It's an interesting one. It's a recent story. So this uh, it, it is actually related to the book, but I would oh, wow. say uh, probably among the most frustrating and worst entrepreneurial moments I had. And it, it comes down to this. No one will ever care as much about your stuff as you do. So true. And you will assume that you put together the most coherent, cogent argument for why this is a compelling product or a book or whatever it might be, no one's going to care as much as you do. They may not care at all. Uh, I went through this when I was uh, going through the process of of getting a book proposal together, shopping it around to agents and publishers. I really struggled to capture people's interest. I had a lot of interest from folks like Jay and and some other mentors. They, They all said, you know, this is great. This is a really good book. The publishing industry doesn't operate on those same rules, right? They're right. not. They're not authors. They're book marketers, book p- publishers, producers. And I, I think the lesson I really picked up there is that uh, I assumed others would see sort of the the beauty in the product. They would see the the real virtue in it. And I didn't do necessarily a good enough job of pulling that forward and and punching it up and saying this is why this book and this concept is going to sell so well. Uh, and why you need to think about this as a publisher. Uh, I did get very lucky. I found one publisher who saw through it and was and was willing to work with me. And I'm super grateful for that. But it, I definitely realize now looking back, I probably could have done a better job on in the process of, of marketing the proposal and writing the book proposal, kind of making those arguments very, very uh, coherent. All right, we're getting to the good stuff too quickly. I mean, Daniel, yeah. what was that dark moment? Like, take us there. I want to know what your worst entrepreneurial moment was. And to be honest, I haven't heard it yet. I'll tell you, it was about version four of the book proposal. (laughs) Uh, You know, I had written it three times. I had rewritten it completely twice. And this is like a 50 page document, right? And I, I, I built it the first time and I didn't really love it. Uh, And so I rewrote it once and I thought I did a much better job. I actually got an editor to help me with it. And, you know, these things take hours of Ugh. time to put together. It is it is painstaking. And this isn't my job. I'm just doing this nights and weekends. Yeah, this mostly. is the hustle. This is like the 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. that Gary yeah. V talks about. This is it. And I, you know, I'm trying to do all of my other work at the same time. And so those are, there's just, just some dark moments of self-doubt in there thinking, this this is never going to happen. Hmm. I'm never going to do this. I, this is something I could probably stop doing right now and get my life back. <laughs> uh, but I stuck with it. And you know, that's, that's part of the thing is you do persevere, but 
there were some dark moments there when I thought this is this is stupid. I shouldn't even be doing this. Well, what was an inflection point? Like, what was a moment in time that like you really had those thoughts, and then something changed, or somebody said something, or you heard something, or read something? Like, what was that thing that kept you going? It was it was a specific moment. The the publisher that I referenced, the one publisher uh, who kind of saw through and was interested in the proposal happened to be in Los Angeles. I, I live in Los Angeles. Uh, he was in Los Angeles for the book festival. And I just saw an opportunity. I thought, I need to go see him because I think he might even be on the fence. I need to go see him in person at the booth and make the final pitch here. And I did. And I, I went and talked with him for about 45 minutes. He gave me some amazing insight really great tips and tricks for the book. At that point, I thought, okay, he's sold. He's going he's gonna to take this uh, for me. And fortunately, he did. And they, they ended up being an outstanding partner. But at that point, I thought, okay, I think the universe is aligned here. This is going to happen. This is going to happen for me. And it, was the, it wasn't the last-ditch effort. I had some other tricks up my sleeve. I, I really didn't want to have to uh, honestly kind of go down and explore, but I had, they were there. Uh, that was just that one point I thought, I think the universe might be helping me or conspiring to help me make this happen. There's a phrase for this fire nation is called taking the bull by the horns. Now the reality is so many of us just say, Hey, I'm going to create something great. I'm going to put it out there in the universe and somebody's going to find their way to it. And you know what? The reality is that works sometimes. You put something out there, the right people are attracted to it, like podcasting, blogs, like whatever it might be. You put it out there in the universe and you, Fire Nation, you know, you were attracted to this podcast. That's why you're listening. And there's other examples of that. But when it comes to really taking that first, not not even just your first step, but that first initial step towards something that you believe in, that you've worked hard on, you got to make sure that you are doing everything in your power to take the bull by the horns and drive forward. And that's what Daniel did by going to visit the publisher. You know, he wasn't going to leave things up to chance. He wasn't going to say, hey, this guy's thinking about my book right now. No, he's not. He has a whole life. He has a family. He has work. He has other people that are, you know, badgering him, I'm sure. So take that bull by the horns. That's my big takeaway from your worst moment, Daniel. And just in one sentence, what do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your story? Don't lean on this concept of trust me. You know, just trust me. This is going to be great. <laughs> right. you, you have to, as you say, take the bull by the horns and hunt for those latent opportunities that aren't right in front of you. Daniel, let's shift and let's talk about another moment in your journey. And you've had a lot of these moments. They're called aha moments. We all have. I mean, that's why we're entrepreneurs. We have light bulbs every day. But what's an aha moment that you can share with Fire Nation, that you can take us to that moment in time and tell us that story? This is one. I haven't told this story in, actually in a long time. I love uh, and so I'm glad, I'm glad we're having this conversation because I, I love the story. And it was the, the day I got uh, a job offer, an actual letter from Google. I, I was super lucky to have, I was at Google for about four and a half years, very early in, in the company's history. Uh, I was, I think I was employee number 400. And that was just one of the most compelling, exciting things in my life at that point. And actually has proven to be one of the most profound things in my life. Uh, I was a young guy, you know, when I, when I got this job, this was about uh, probably 14 years ago. Uh, when this happened. And I had tried everything to get this job. I was on the, I knew I was on the short list, but it is a tough place to get a job. Google is a tough place to get a job. And uh, I just happened to have 
had an amazing boss at my previous company. Uh, we had all gotten laid off. The company had gone bankrupt and she, she had just kept in touch. She was an amazing uh, manager, a very good mentor to me. Her, her name was Camille. And she actually sought out an opportunity to get in front of the vice president of corporate marketing at Google. She went to an event where uh, this woman was also in a, also attending, and she actually, uh, without at me asking her, put herself in the position to go up to her and say, "You know, I heard you're you're interviewing Daniel for this position. I really, really want you to hire him. You can't you can't have a better candidate in your uh, in your on your list than him. He's the one you want." And I did not ask her to do that. It was just the the power of network, really. She went to battle for me to make that happen. She knew how important it was to me uh, and how important the opportunity was to me. And when I got that offer letter uh, and I I called her, I said, you know, I think I got this letter because it came the day after you had this conversation uh, with uh, with my now new boss. She uh, she just said, I'm you know I'm proud of you. Please please, it was my my gift to you really. Uh, I really, uh, you know, wish you well in your career. So, and I, I kind of took away from that moment. It was, it was certainly profound for me. It was very, uh, very profound for me. I kind of took away from that moment, the power of network. And we talk about that a lot. I know you talk about it a lot. Networks are important, but it isn't so much what you take out of the network. It's what you give to it that makes it valuable. And in that case, my old boss, Camille, she had given a huge amount to the network, right? She sought out an opportunity to lift me up, to get me a new job. The power of network, Fire Nation, it is so real. And I kind of want to add on top of that something that I'm taking away here. And, you know, that's the power of relationships, which is similar, but it's not the exact same thing. And you need to value those relationships that you have, people that you do connect with, build upon those relationships. You know, that's one of the major reasons why the Freedom Journal, you know, became the number one most funded Kickstarter campaign ever in the nonfiction section. It's because I did 1,200 interviews of successful entrepreneurs, you know, people like Jay Bear and, and many others. And I just gave, gave, gave and built on that relationship. So when I launched, I could then go back and say, hey, you know, I've been giving a lot. You've always asked me what you can do. And now I have something for you. You can share this with your audience. And they did. And, and it just exploded. And Daniel had a great relationship with the right people because he gave to that relationship and proved himself. So what are you doing, Fire Nation, to build on your relationships? Now, Daniel, what would you consider your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? Well, I think sometimes I stick with things too long. When I, you know, the it, it particularly when you're personally invested in an idea, you you see it through to a point where it's past being realistic or rational at that point. I think sometimes I stick with things too long. It causes a little bit of self doubt, like you know, when should I have given up on this? Uh, and I think every entrepreneur goes through this and struggles with this. But that that's one I definitely notice in myself. Sometimes I hang on to specific things a little bit too long, tactics or ideas, and uh, instead of just taking them off of the list and deleting them, I leave them on there. Something that I want to talk about on this exact topic is sunk cost fallacy, Fire Nation. We have this thing as, as entrepreneurs, we say, hey, I spent six months on this project. I can't give it up. I've put six months of my time and effort into it. So then we spend another six months putting our time and energy into it just because of the prior six months and it wasn't the right thing because we have this sunk cost fallacy. 
Fire Nation, every day you're going to wake up and say, am I going in the right direction? And no matter where you've come from, you're going to say yes to keep going there. And if you say no, then you have to pivot. And a lot of people read Seth Godin's book, The Dip, and they don't realize that hey, you know, he talks about how you got to persevere through things. But he also says the only way to get out of a hole sometimes is to stop digging. So you always have to be evaluating yourself. Now, Daniel, on the flip side, what's your biggest strength? I think perseverance, and those two things go hand in hand. I mean, it's easy to use that that digging the hole concept to to keep digging, 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 and then look up and say, "Oh my God, I just <laughs> dug the deepest hole on the planet." <laughs> That's amazing. How am I going to get out of this thing? <laughs> uh, but perseverance it 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 ends up making things that really big things happen in your life. So I think per, you know perseverance, knowing when to say when, is important, but. Uh, just kind of having that trust that this is the right thing. You feels it feels right. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it. Uh, it's it's certainly what ha- helped me get through the process of writing and publishing a book, which is not without its difficulties. It's a challenging thing, as you very well know. Absolutely, and perseverance doesn't always mean that I'm going on the exact same straight and narrow path. It might mean I'm going to persevere and I'm going to pivot because I'm getting feedback and going forward as persevering in your focus, in your goal, Fire Nation. Now, Daniel, you have a lot of things going on that you are fired up about right now, but share with Fire Nation the one thing that has you most fired up today. I am really getting into sort of the business of storytelling. Uh, I just started a podcast for my book. It's, it's, it's really telling uh, the story through interviews, uh, a lot like you do with business owners and what they have gone through on marketing their business. So primarily folks who have you know, poured their, their heart and soul into their businesses, uh, learning what has really worked for them on the marketing side. And my book itself is about online reviews, online ratings and reviews and reputation and, and stuff. Uh, and so the we talk a lot about that on the podcast, but I'm really excited to hear through other people's words kind of what uh, what has made their business succeed. And that, and that keeps me going. That's that's something I have really found a lot of passion for and I'm super fired up about this year. What's the name of the podcast? Same name as the book. It's the Manipurated Podcast. Fire Nation, a Manipurated Podcast. Go check it out. And don't go anywhere because we're about to enter the lightning round, but we're gonna first take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. When you're starting a business, legal help shouldn't be something you look into later. But finding the right company, one that you can trust, can be tough. Good news. When you choose LegalZoom, there are five things you can count on. Number one, reliability. More than a million people have already trusted LegalZoom to help start their businesses. Number two, experience. LegalZoom has been helping all types of business owners for 15 years. Number three, Helpful support. They have a team standing by, ready to help with your questions right when you have them. Number four, legal advice. LegalZoom isn't a law firm, so they built a network of independent attorneys available in 48 states. You've got legal questions, LegalZoom has answers. Number five, no surprises. LegalZoom provides complete transparency with upfront pricing and honest customer reviews. They also offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Make the smart choice for your business at LegalZoom.com today. And don't forget to enter EOF at checkout to save even more. That's LegalZoom.com, code EOF. 
I'm a huge fan of dogs, but my lifestyle hasn't always been the perfect match to give a furry friend the time and attention deserved. What if there was a business that connected dog owners with dog lovers so that walks, cuddles, and the occasional sleepover was possible? Enter the small business owner, the one who can create anything. There are several small businesses that offer this service, by the way. Just Google it. I bet everyone out there knows somebody who owns a small business, and you probably know how much work they put into it. But do they know about everything the internet has to offer small businesses? Luckily, getting your business some love online is easier than you think. No matter what business you're in, an add-on Google will help you find new customers at the exact moment they're searching for what you have to offer. Why not give it a try. Go to g.co slash eofire to get a $75 credit after you invest $25 in your first campaign. That's g.co slash eofire. Daniel, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I sure hope so. What was holding (laughs) you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Fear. Fear. What is the best advice you've ever received? Network, network, network. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Work in frequent short bursts and then take breaks. That really helps keep me going during the day. Share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation. Uh, One of my favorites was just acquired somewhat recently by LinkedIn called Noozle. It's N-E-W-S-L-E, Noozle. Uh, You connect it to your LinkedIn account and it keeps you up to date on what your network is doing, what's noteworthy about them, and gives you a good chance to celebrate that and say, ha-ha, great job, congratulations. Newsle. Well, very cool on that. And just to kind of add to you know your personal habit, I'll share a quick resource. It's the Pomodoro Method, Fire Nation. If you want to work in quick bursts, time yourself, and then finish, then get up, stretch, maybe do some push-ups, take a breath of fresh air, then get back into it, that's a great way to do that. Now, Daniel, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners to join Manipurated on our bookshelves, what would that book be and why? I mean, the Freedom Journal, right? (laughs) So I give you a plug and you give me a plug. Look at this. This is all about networking, Fire Nation. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Love it. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book for free at eofirebook.com. And yes, you can get the Freedom Journal and the audio version. Can you get manipulated, Daniel, in the audio version? Not yet. Working on it. Naughty, naughty. Daniel, this is the last question (laughs) of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Oh, first thing I would do is get an internet connection. And and I'm hoping that wouldn't cost all of my $500, Mm -hmm. but I would find an internet connection and then uh, get myself online and looking at trends that are happening, you know, and and try to find the LinkedIn of that, uh, of that particular new world and figure out how can I, how can I get my way into these networks? How can I uh, get introduced and learn about what's happening here? Daniel, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance. The best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. I am on Twitter. It's pretty easy to find me, Daniel Lemon, uh, Daniel Lemon on Twitter. And a parting piece of guidance. Network, network, network. 
Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you've been hanging out with DL and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com and just type Daniel in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Of course, his book, Manipulated, go check it out. And Daniel, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation, and for that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. All right. Looking for ways to attract attention to your business? No matter what your business does, an add-on Google will help you find new customers at the exact moment they're searching for what you have to offer. Why not give it a try? Go to g.co slash eofire to get a $75 credit after you invest $25 in your first campaign. That's g.co slash eofire. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. If you want some behind-the-scenes intel on how I'm taking EO Fire from a seven to an eight-figure-a-year business, all from my living room, text EO Fire to 33444 and ignite.